0: Recorder with me, it's all
1: right. Um, I'm gonna record this. I've been doing this thing called the idea log in my Evernote. Anyway, oh. once a day yeah. I'll put an idea out, uh, not out <laughs> to the public, just write it down. Yeah. So today, idea log, uh, this is day four. Mm-hmm. I was just talking to Wally about, um, <laughs> you know, packages and things like that, and how, um, how things get through the mail and how. Just because we're talking about that book about the Silk Road and I just didn't know like it was so easy to, not that I was doing it, um, <laughs> but I always thought like they'd be able to find drugs in the mail, like, and we're talking about how we can stop that, stop crime, stop <laughs> people from selling this. So you know, all these packages go through probably an x-ray on a belt and we're thinking all you do is attach a second chamber on that belt. Uh. So after it goes through the x-ray, it goes through the next thing, if you're thinking like an MRI tunnel, whatever it is. But instead of the x-ray, it's a bunch of dogs poking their heads out, and then they'll bark once they smell drugs. (laughs) Alright, on with the show.
0: Suns up, what's up everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Active Recall. I'm Walter.
1: Francis.
0: (laughs) This, this is episode 60. Uh, guys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much for tuning in and staying tuned. If you guys could spare 30 seconds of your time, please write a review on iTunes. It would sincerely, we would sincerely appreciate that. Anything and everything is so cool. Thank you guys for coming in, checking us out. Uh, Sess, how have you been, man?
1: pretty good it it feels like we have a lot of rust on us that we need to (laughs) (laughs) shake off but i guess it's been it feels like it's been like a month or something since we recorded it's probably been maybe three weeks um but maybe a month since we last posted something not good uh definitely it's we're still here we're gonna keep making it we're not announcing the death of this podcast or anything (laughs) um but yeah, we probably need to get back to the weekly consistency that we had. Um, yeah. past month, I think last time I talked to you, we went to Seattle. That was good. Oh, uh, right. Oh, no, 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 we recorded right after that, I think. Uh, so that was good. Um, September is flying by. This year's flying by. I've been trying to do kettlebells more. Um, nice. I'm back to the kettlebells, back to the barbells. Um, been trying to draw uh, a little more. Trying to write, uh, I guess, past maybe like 10 days, I've been trying to write like a thousand words a day. Uh, not oh good words. Um, oh. Just just all curse words. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, yeah, just like uh, free writing. So it's not, it's nothing structured or anything. Um, reading a lot still. Listening to audiobooks. Uh, the usual. The usual. The usual. Um, how's it? How have you been?
0: Dude. Oh man. It's been, um yeah, it's been about three weeks. Um, you know, have do you still write in your book, your, uh, six, uh five minute journal?
1: Yeah, I still do it, uh, pretty much every weekday.
0: That's good. Uh, and then you just chill off on the weekend, right? Um, yeah, it's, I've been like so busy at work that even during the time I get, like I, the time I, I write in my book is the time I kind of do, uh, this is the time kind of like I, I go before work but work has been really pushing me to come in early or like something happens there's a problem I always have to come in late or it, it's it kind of sucks but it's, anyways um, like this whole <laughs> this whole week or these couple past weeks have been pretty um, how can I say this it's not it's repetitive but it's uh it's like, it's, it's random timing. It's, it's, it kind of throws me off. It's not like, it's not good. It doesn't feel right. Um, it's just so much, uh, it, there's challenges. I like it. It's fine. But, you know, I, I like the, I like the usual wake up in the morning, you have a cup of coffee, you know, drink, uh, drink, chill a little bit, get ready for work and then leave. Right. But in, in this, instead, I actually have to be like, I get called. Or I get a text and saying, "Hey, there's a problem. Uh, you're the closest one there. Can you help out?" I'm like, "Okay, well, all right. I'm on my way." It, it's stuff like that. It, I can't. It's you have uh, to
1: expect the unexpected.
0: That's what it is. It's, it's expect the unexpected. So, also, I got sick probably the last two weeks ago, and I feel bad because my sister got sick, and then my coworker got sick. So you know what they tell you. If you're sick, just stay home. But to yes. me, I'm just like, I, I'm like, ah, I can go. I can still work. Right. That's the that, that's the that's the big mistake. Is like you're you're kind of threatening everyone else's uh, health. <laughs> yep. But but anyways, um, yeah, dude, just oh, like doing that. Then I had the clients, uh, met up with some clients, and gonna have to start some insurance. So. Other than that, man, everything's great. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways. Um, yeah. yeah so what do we got that's going on? That's a lot on going here? on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, have, you, have you heard, uh, what's it called? I think I talked to you about this. Adam Carolla has like rich guy, poor guy. Where, oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, what, one of the, the uh, canonical ones is multiple jobs. I don't know. Anyway, that's just so stupid. I don't know why I brought that up. I was just thinking, you know, <laughs> being super busy, expecting the unexpected. Something. Uh... Got it. We'll, we'll just move it on. Uh, so, I recommended Own the Day, Own Your Life by Aubrey Marcus to pick up as an audiobook. Um, so, you you got that, right? How far have you gotten? Yes. At?
0: Uh, I'm at the movement part of chapter one uh
1: <laughs> so not far <laughs> that's out of, that's out of 16 chapters um, okay still that's good uh, we can at least talk about uh I listened to it but then you know maybe I shouldn't be so um so harsh because how much did I actually remember oh, I, think, I think this is one that so I listened to like pretty quickly I, I did really like it, though. I like the so Aubrey Marcus runs on it. If you have listened to Joe Rogan, uh, he often will plug on it. I think he was an early investor or a partner. To um, I, I bet this is even in the book how how it got started, but uh, I think he was a partner for on it, and probably still is. And now they have like they started from just like some supplements, and then uh, it became like bigger and bigger and bigger, and now it's they have their own. Like, not just a gym, but, like, this big facility, lots of, uh, supplements that they make, and, uh, Beyond Supplements, and a lot of training tools, so, um, certifications for kettlebells, things like that. If you ever look up, yeah. um, Primal Soldier on Instagram, he's, uh, big. So, they have a, a, a lot of, like, fitness influencers, um, and they work with, like, something in this book is working with, like, unconventional tools, uh, so... Do you want to read this? Uh, own the day, own your life. Optimized practices for
0: optimized practice for waking, working, learning, eating, training, playing, sleeping, and sex. Wild, um, <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's a, uh,
1: it's it's everything, like the whole range of human life I guess (laughs) Um, but the idea in it like the idea of the title is just like really focusing on your day and making your day a good day and your life is this collection of days so uh, to be happy to be successful uh, whatever you and if happiness is your metric of success whatever it is you're going to have to get there by looking at how your day to day goes Uh, not just the peaks and it's it's very much in line with like you know enjoy your journey enjoy the journey not just the end result um i guess kind of opposite of like a book that not opposite but like you know a book we've talked about before was power of moments where Mm -hmm. you try to design like these big moments and those are the ones that like will stick back in your memory but um you know you can have really good moments but if everything in between is really bad and you hate it then what's you know um I guess it's, it depends on your approach or like your the philosophy that you're following, but um, I guess I would rather have the better day to days and maybe lower peaks. I don't know. That doesn't sound very ambitious either, right? <laughs> but um, yeah, in this, it's just like uh, focus on your on having a good day in all of these different elements.
0: Oh, dude! I yeah already like chapter one it's insane uh have you have you tried any of his uh like his procedures
1: yeah i mean so chapter one water light movement uh this is just like you know people have morning routines and that's a big thing but um and sometimes they're like two hours but like this really focuses on maybe right when you wake up what do you do so i have been uh Filling up, uh, you know, like a, not a swell bottle. Um, the thing that Jason gave us for, <laughs> oh, um, we, we got those, <laughs> you know, those, uh, Hydro Flask, Hydro, shout out, hydro out to Hydro flask. flask. I'll fill that up shout at night. And then, um, yeah, shout out to Jason. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, fill up the water, put it on the counter, and then I'll, I'll try to drink that in the morning. And then, um, yeah, I try, I try to get, get moving. Um, In the past, I've tried to do, like, my kettlebell warm-up. And I think that would be a good thing to do, right, first thing in the morning. But um, maybe haven't been doing that as much. And, um, yeah, trying to get outside as quickly as possible is always a good thing. What about you?
0: Yeah, yeah. so um, before, like, even to this day, my my curtains are kind of closed. I don't want any light in. I don't even drink water in the morning. Probably the only, like, I would drink straight coffee immediately and i was like i just need my coffee so i could i could function but then his process is get some water in at least what was it 16 to 20 ounces with some mineral water i think he did mineral water or whatever or like some let uh, a slice of lemon and then um light like have like the window open or have your circadian rhythm going with light so uh, blue light he was talking about blue light when I was like wait it's sun's yellow so it doesn't make any sense um, and then movement so I don't have that much movement still in it I'm trying to figure out how to I, I don't want to do like burpees the second I get up but uh, uh like the way this guy was talking about it he gets up within his 20 minutes he he drinks some water his uh, lights are are like the sunlight is like, coming through the windows, and then he does burpees, or he does, like, a, he does some sort of workout, or, like, play with his dog or something, uh, like, run around the house with his dog. It, it, it's it's a, it's interesting the way he kind of started it, but, yeah, I, I'm trying to, I, I, I don't have coffee next to me right now, so I actually have just a full cup of water, and, yeah, it's pretty hard, <laughs> really hard. I have the window open, so a lot, a lot of light is coming into this room. But I have zero movement, so I mean, if, at least, at least the water thing's kind of actually. Ah, it's not waking me up, dude. I'm, t- I'm so tired.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I, I have. The, I guess that is something that I took. like took action on is switch. I used to wake up and then just chug some like cold brew. Uh, well, coffee. Right? Yeah, I, I, that's what I used yeah. to do. So, um, I guess it's not. It's like not the greatest thing. Uh, to just jump it like you, you know, it's like uh, you, you need to get your body moving a little bit first instead of, like, trying to... I'm trying to think of it. I don't know. Anyway, uh, it's like those, you know, Knott's Berry Farm. Or uh, I guess, like, Superman was the first roller coaster that did it. You know, you don't have to go up the yeah. hill. It's just will, like those launching roller coasters. And then yeah. every roller coaster became that. Uh, or, you know, if you're a Universal Studios fan, I think the Hulk does this. But that can be what, what like, Downing Coffee is like instead of, you know... <laughs> Instead, it's, uh, take a slow uh, wooden wooden roller coaster approach. Chug some water, get it going, and you recommend three grams of salt and a quarter lemon squeezed into it. Um, get your electrolytes going, and then you can start start getting on with your day. And I- I've heard uh, similar uh, advice. I think from from X. Um, you want to have your water, and then maybe have your coffee like after an hour. Or maybe right. even later in the day. So, um, yeah, that's a hydration part. And then, yeah, he says, like, move uh, as soon as possible in the morning. And it doesn't mean do your full workout, it just means, um, yeah, like he says, like, oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, just like he uh, says he has some activity with his fiance, uh, they'll wrestle around in the bed. And I think he actually is, oh, yeah. yeah. Jiu-jitsu. Like, yeah, some, <laughs> some jiu-jitsu. Um, trying to, I think, get position on each other. Yeah. Uh, or do um, this with your dog, whatever you got. Um, so water, light movement. And he says, uh, this is right at the beginning of the book, how you wake up sets the tone for your day. Do you slide out of bed and slink through your social media or do you have purpose in your actions? You want to take control of your from the word go. So hydrate immediately, not with coffee, then seek light and get moving to reset your internal clock. That's three simple things to do within 20 minutes of waking and your day will be primed for perfection. Um so that's it. Yeah, first 20 minutes, water, light
0: and movement. Um Banger. Banger. Yeah, have um, you else have have you done anything else in this book that um like going over these chapters Uh, do you ever, like, it looks like this, this whole book has a bunch of, of procedures and which is, this is great. It's just, uh, it's a lot more, it's pretty, it's chock full of, of like what he does or what, what's a good idea. Have you, is there anything else besides like the first 20 minutes of waking up?
1: Yeah. I mean, there's a lot
0: that is in this book that I do, um, And maybe not like not necessarily,
1: yeah, not necessarily from the book, but it did remind me to like get back to doing those things. Uh, It certainly made me think about um, getting back into kettlebell training and thinking again about trying to get certified. uh, Just because it's another reminder, like, oh, feeling good is more important now. Um, You know, like NBA players at this age, it's past their physical prime, so they have to start relying on. Yeah. You know, so, anyway, um, <laughs> maybe yeah, making the goal to pack on muscle right now is not right as important as um, feeling good, moving well. So, um, so yeah, something that I really liked in this book is just this attitude about like um, it's not trying to make things perfect. Like he knows that it's a nice balanced approach. I think it's not to do exactly these things exactly this way Um, because he knows like having a 1000% strict diet is just not going to be realistic Um, and it's not fun. Right. (laughs) So a lot of this is around like uh, enjoyment in the day to day. Um, So yeah, I I do like it it does probably talk about like uh, intermittent fasting. Um, Here we go. Yeah. Eat dinner like a king. Uh, and then there's some like time management books. So there's a it's a pretty like broad, um, range of things in the book. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, yeah, th- I, it looks like there's a little, a little tidbit in the, at the end of it, tipping points and the process.
1: Uh, it's,
0: oh, yeah. it's, it's, you, you want me to read that? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So tipping points and the process, how many choices in your daily life are essentially toss ups? pizza or home home cooking, soda or sparkling water, Netflix or a night out. Should I go to the gym or not? Every day, nearly all of these choices are 50-50 call. You can just as easily land in one place or as the other. If you changed one thing you do within the first 20 minutes of waking up, I'm going to give you three. However, or you had just a little bit more energy from the high fat, low sugar breakfast, maybe you choose differently. But yeah, that's uh, that's just a little beginning part. I like it. Um, so far, this book's been pretty informative. Um, I I do I I do know about that whole circadian rhythm thing, and I it just I I feel bad for the people that work at night because they can't really it, it, like you know owning the day, right? It's you, you also think about sleep, <coughs> and I'm pretty sure it's also at the like you know you need your eight hours i don't i only get like six to seven and this is the reason why i'm sick or <laughs> right. like i'm I, every time i get sick it's because i don't have enough sleep and it's it's awful i mean i so i, I always think sleep is probably the number one first thing that, that i thought he would talk about but going over the chapters it looks like he has it at the, like near the end so can't wait to finish this off um,
1: yeah, it, it's like all these help self help books could be. You, you know, there's always those reviews that are like, "Oh, this would fit on one page," and then it's yeah. all fluff. Um I, I bet like <laughs> some high, very high percentage of people will read self help. This is like me, definitely included. Uh, will read self help books, page after you know, uh, dozens of two hundred page books, but really like it would fit in one sentence and it's like get more sleep. Like that's probably oh, yeah. like the most important thing that people are willing to sacrifice over the long haul like if you just had more and better sleep um, your day to day will vastly improve Um, so something else that's realistic in this is he talks about uh, I think there's a chapter I I don't know if it's a whole chapter but he definitely talks about drugs and drug use and um, oh (laughs) yeah so um, I guess we can move on to the (laughs) next book Um, yeah I mean, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't. I have a, a pretty goody-two-shoes as far as it comes to that. So, <laughs> um, uh, uh, let's see.
0: Oh, Next up, uh,
1: have you been reading anything? <laughs> any other books lately? Oh, uh, uh,
0: not yet. Uh, so I, I, I'm about to download "Save the Cat," um, the last book you, on screenwriting you'll ever need. Uh, I am still listening to "I Will Teach You to Be Rich." On Chandler IRAs, Um, I'm actually actually after after this uh, podcast, I'm going to the bank to start my Roth IRA. So pretty stoked about that, bro. What about the Chandler IRA?
1: (laughs) (laughs) What's up? Yeah, no, that's a that's a a good book. Um, It definitely (laughs) it was one we we were talking about trying to do an episode where it's like what books have changed your life.
0: uh, Wait, so. uh, I, I will i will stop you there i i think we should do it the way we should do it though is like have you have one episode for your five books i like what's changed what's shaped you to who you are now and then i'll have an episode and then we'll just go over whatever books because i don't want to have like the same repeat books or whatever oh uh, okay so i'll okay but anyways, um, yeah, okay, but going over it, what, what? okay, oh, if yeah. I was to ask you, yeah, which five books do you shape? Yeah, you? I
1: guess, like, general. I mean, I, I don't have the list, but, like, generally what, what I was thinking is just that, um, you know, I came up with, the, like, this quick list of books, but <coughs> yeah, I think some of them are, like, oh, this is a nice one to say, that this actually changed my life. Um, it sounds good. But... Things like I Will Teach You to Be Rich, that book. Um, and that that's uh, – he he talks – it's uh, by Ramit Sethi. Um, mm. He talks about how that's one of the worst titles. <laughs> it's not a great title for <laughs> – um, but uh, – or maybe it is uh, – he, he he does mention how uh, cheesy the title sounds. I don't know that he says it's a bad title because it clearly, like, is uh, – makes you wonder what's inside it. It's not about, like – yeah. It, it's about <laughs> here's how to get rich. You spend sensibly – you make a budget. No, you don't make a budget, but you um, automate your savings. Uh-huh. Yep, and you live within mm-hmm. your means. Um, things like that. And I read it probably around when it first came out, um, because it's, I, I forget how I came across. I, I used to read his blog pretty uh, closely, and I still read a lot of the stuff that he puts out regularly. Um, but yeah, I read it probably right out of college, if not like during college. Um, and it just getting that mindset of automating as much as possible, as far as like finances go has mm-hmm. been a big change in my life from before. And also like the mentality of not, and I don't know that this <laughs> is in the book. It might be like more with his more like recent stuff. Cause he has a lot of courses about like starting your own business and things like that. So, um, yeah, one of the things that he kind of sells is like, don't, you're not going to retire by skipping your latte every day. Right. Like, you know, you instead focus on increasing your income so that you can afford that latte every day. If that's really like what gives you pleasure. Um, right. so yeah, just having that mentality. I don't know. That's the healthiest mentality either. Uh, like if you take that to an extreme, it's just like, I'll spend all your money. Right. Um, which yeah. isn't, which isn't oh. what he's saying. He's saying like make enough so that you can buy the things that you like. If you're in, indif- and that, that's something that I do like about like, his, his attitude, just his, his attitude toward money is, like, um, because, ever, ever, like, it, you could get to a thing where, like, um, I guess with, like, the do you know, like, the fire community? Like, financial independence, retire early. I think that's what it sounds like. Oh. Um, yeah. That, that's that. a big thing, and it's just, like, um, with, like, Mr. Money Mustache. And I think some people can take it, like, too extreme where then you start, like, judging what other people do with their money, um, which is probably, like – it's not a good thing to I, – I think this comes a lot from, like uh, – <laughs> I like to say I worked in fashion before knowing that I didn't really, but I did. <laughs> I, I was a, an employee at a fashion – you know, I, I was programming, programmer. Um, so – Um, so I did know like, and I'm friends with a few fashion designers, not, not like, uh, (laughs) not like big name, not not that they have name, like, you know, they work for fashion companies, right. They're designers at fashion companies. And, um, and a lot of our friends are into fashion and that's something that a lot of people will be quick to like shoot down. Like, Oh, that's like, why would you spend that much? Just blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just clothes. It's just, but like, uh, you know, your appearance does matter. Um, to what degree and anyway basically that- what, what I liked about it is he uh, <laughs> getting back to like Ramit one of his examples is just like uh, a friend or like a client that really loved like designer shoes or really loved oh, designer suits yeah. and things like that and he says look like if that's your interest then that's great and spend like spend the money on it um, and this is how <laughs> you can do it like I like that approach more than, like, hey, change your interests because they're dumb. Yeah. Like, that's not, yeah. that's a, they're not dumb. So, um,
0: yeah, I love that. I, when he was talking about that, he's like, go for it. He, he was talking about how, how much he goes out to eat a week. And uh, he doesn't even, like, he just go like, he spends about, I think he said almost $400 uh, a month on just going out to eat. I'm like, whoa, dude, that's a lot. But and then I think about it, I, I think about my weekends, I'm like, wait a second, that actually might be it's might be pretty close to that. <laughs> but yeah. um yeah, actually I I am a a huge fan of this book. Uh crazy how much he's like ex- telling you like how everything it like the the sexy stuff I mean it's not sexy stuff. Like the information he's telling you is very Uh, it's kind of boring, but the way he's explaining it is, it's very informative. So it actually, it works out. (laughs) It's really good. Um, but yeah, I'm that going way, way, way back. I'm reading that book and I'm, I'm, I'm listening to that book. I'm also listening to the Aubrey Marcus podcast. I shouldn't be going, side question. Uh, do you multiply, uh, do you listen to multiple books at the same time or you just go one book at a time and then finish and one book at a time and then finish?
1: What, with, like, one book in one ear and one in the other? <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I, I, I do. I think it's still, like, actually this ongoing... Uh, I don't think it's, like, a problem, like, a real... An actual life problem, but... Um, just that I, ha- I I do listen to a few at a time. And then... Oh, okay. uh, read a few at a time. Instead of focusing on, like, trying to get through... I, I think that, of course, somewhere in the middle is pretty good. Like, I don't need yeah. to just like be a monk and read only one at a time. <laughs> um, I like to think maybe like a good balance would be three books. So like one yeah. fiction book, one nonfiction book, and then I don't know a third. I don't know exactly what that would be. Um, oh, what you listen to to fiction books? No, I, so I've been I've been reading. I do, t- yeah. I try to listen to fiction books. I can't, I always, I don't know exactly what it is because those are the ones that, uh, people that are really into audiobooks are always, they always talk about how, like, how much fiction they listen to. And they're always, like, the bestsellers on Audible and, uh, that kind of thing. But, I, and every time I try to listen to fiction, I can't, I have to, like, keep rewinding or I'll, I'll go through it and then not really, like, I can't follow it as much. Um, oh. and I don't know if it's just, like, I need to practice, but, um yeah i'm trying to like consume more fiction but that's cool but yeah i, I mean cool. i'll listen to like five books five different like cycle through like five different books and it's it, at a certain point Gracious. you're like not re- you're not really <laughs> reading like if you're reading too many books and you're not really reading any of them right because
0: yeah
1: um kind of the point of not the point, but one of the reasons people recommend reading books is it's very focused and, you know, it's longer and more in depth and uh, books versus reading stuff on the internet, like just reading different articles or different posts is like, those are bite-sized compared to books. But then if you're just reading like tiny chunks of different books, it's not, it's not any better. Right. <laughs> so
0: yeah. oh yeah, uh, yeah.
1: So yeah, right, sure. right right now I'm listening to um, 21 lessons for the 21st century like Yuval uh-huh. uh, Harari, and he did *Sapiens* and uh, *Homo Deus*. Uh, listened to *Hyperfocus* last week. Um, *Audience of One* in the past week. Um, Audience one. And I'm trying. I'm trying to get better at these things, like because I'll listen to it and then it's just like um, I don't know that how much of it I re- really like. am taking in and really like able to recall um, actively. And uh, oh. also listening to, like, American Kingpin. This one is narrative yeah. nonfiction, so this one's really good so far. And I've been able to follow and pay attention. And it's about Silk Road. So, oh, um, sick. Um, yeah, just, like, about the creator of Silk Road and people trying to track him down. Um, I mean, yeah, so that's, that's pretty interesting. And just learning about that is... I, I don't... I've ne- you know I've never been on Silk Road or like <laughs> Dark Web but um, yeah just hearing yeah. how he started it up
0: and it's like oh it's just like some dude uh, and then um, oh yeah. dude there was um I-, I was listening to the podcast uh, the unmistakable creative and they were talking about the audience of one and I, I just tripped out about it about how uh, about oh, it's, the it's, he's, uh, true uh, fans yeah
1: it's, it, he's a uh author of it
0: is he got yeah, it yeah, jeez yeah. gosh that's what i was like why does this sound so familiar what's going yeah. on but yeah.
1: S- Srinivas Rao, right yeah yeah, yeah. that's it yeah uh, yeah great book uh about like creativity do
0: you listen to that podcast pretty regularly no um I, like i just recently caught back to like listening about um what was it uh the uncertainty of entrepreneurship and it was it popped up on his podcast. Like, one of the suggestions on on that. And I was like, okay, I'm going to check it out. And uh, I'm back to subscribing. <laughs> so, it's... Yeah, it's it's good. It's okay. It's actually, I like it.
1: Yeah, I, I really like it. Uh, he's a good interviewer. Um, yeah, it's one of those that I've really listened is. to, like, for a while. And I never... I don't remember, like, how I came across it. Um, but, yeah, it's really good. I, I like his approach to creating things. And he has a, I forget what other podcast he was on. He appeared on another one and, Oh, it was the chase Jarvis show or chase Jarvis live or whatever yeah, it was. Uh,
0: that's a photographer. Um, thing, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And he, he talks about like, I always, uh, I always like when, you know, business people will say, um, I didn't plan this. Like this isn't what I pictured. I yeah. didn't, I didn't know what I was doing at the beginning. um, and that, that's what he said. Like he he didn't set out like once he started his writing. So that's where I got. I, that, I, actually, so I mentioned like I've been writing a thousand words a day for ten days. It was like since I started listening to this book. Um Since oh, that podcast, wow. I think, because he he uh, attributes not like all of his success, but he it, it was in line with when he started that habit of his of writing a thousand words a day. Um And it's not necessarily like posting a thousand words a day. Uh, it's it's just
0: doing the, the writing. and I, I have found a lot of value in doing that. Uh, now, is it writing like on a notepad or, or writing on, on a computer?
1: Now, if I remember from the book, he starts writing on a notepad and then he'll uh, transit So his morning routine, not his first 20 minutes oh. of the day, but his, his is, I think it, it. he talks about this in audience of one. I think it's, it's something like wake up, uh, probably water, coffee I don't know about coffee, but um, then he'll yeah. read, I think. I think it's meditate for like 20 minutes then read for 20 minutes and then write for, I don't know that this is uh, YouTube. Those is 20 minutes, but it's, it's, uh, meditate, read and write. Um, so, uh, and the idea is like by reading, you you start, you know, you prime your brain, you, you, you look at things that you want to create, uh, things of quality, like that you want to create of that quality. So I've been trying to do that reading a little bit, um, trying to meditate more not first thing in the morning. Um, and then, uh, writing. Oh yeah, but me. Sorry. Yeah, I, I'll type it. <laughs> I, I <could've... laughs> Why answer a question with two words, three words, when you can spend two minutes answering it?
0: No worries. That's good, man. That's cool. I like it. I think. uh I, I am. You. You did tell me to get the uh, the uh, Save a Cat book because. I am planning on doing a little more extra writing. Um, The reason for that is because there's a lot more story, story branded stuff that I have to get a little more situated with, with like weddings, for example. And it's surprising, but I actually have to make a story out of these people, and it's, you know, it's tough because I don't. Sorry, I don't. I don't really know how to go from you know start. Begin, uh, beginning middle and then i mean right. i can't I, I don't know how to like out of the last weddings i filmed it, it's almost just like a documentary just like oh this is the day here you go and the guy's like oh man i'm so nervous uh, uh. like it's just right. that's all it is but well c-
1: careful with that because the, the documentaries are good storytelling because you know like they, they shoot hundreds of hours of footage right for like most yeah. of those like that gets narr- or like edited down to like eighty minutes. so
0: oh okay. it's not
1: just Thank you yeah <laughs> that's like uh, maybe like c-span is do- just like just <laughs> straight up recording. Um, but hey, that's what you should probably do is like look at short documentaries.
0: I should. I should just start watching documentaries on Netflix and start seeing how they uh, work stuff out. I should just go back to watch minimal- minimalism again. Yeah, I mean, goodness,
1: but- it, this, this, like, gets back to Unmistakable Creative and Audience of One is, like, what do you want to make? Like, if, if you're yeah. trying to make good wedding videos, start watching good re- wedding videos. Um, or just, yeah, and think about, like, the decision that they make. Uh, you don't have to watch the whole thing, but, like, a good thing is to take something that you like and then outline it. Um, oh, okay, okay. Because it's, like, reverse engineering. And then... This gets back to what we were talking about in the last podcast, like trying to rewrite a novel word for word, um, like uh-huh. a novel that you like. And then uh, you start to... And like copywriters as well. I, I, it's oh, like man. a tradition in like advertising, <laughs> copywriting. It seems yeah. like they copy old ads. But you just do that and then you start thinking... You get some sense of maybe what they were thinking about and the choices that they were making. Like, why'd they choose this angle for this? Uh, or you can... When you're trying to do the contracts and stuff, record that. Try to capture capture an, an argument between the two of them and then
0: oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> show how love prevailed.
0: <laughs> That's good. All right. I'm actually pretty down to do that. That's funny. Um, but yeah, I think I do want to get into a little more... Storytelling. Huh. Storytelling. Yeah. I think Save the Cat will will probably help me out for sure or it's a good it's a good start
1: i I, well okay so that book is specifically for like screenwriting um but it it does teach like story beats and if you're familiar with like different movies then you're able to see like stories to tell but yeah definitely like look up shorter documentaries um yeah to get or long long ones um i watched this one about um it was like the creating of Mozilla or uh, yeah, like Ooh. Netscape something riveting. Yeah. And it's about <laughs> just like these programmers. Uh, but I think I think it's a, especially now it's really interesting to see like the internet back then um, and people making the internet and it's just, like such a different world back then. Oh people my don't God. have mobile uh, like everyone doesn't have phones. Um, and then yeah, one Firefox of the, like, the thing yeah. It was before, so this is leading up to... So Firefox was not out yet. Because... Uh, what was it called?
0: It wasn't Mozilla. Yeah. What was it? That's going to bug me.
1: <laughs> here I, I'm pretty sure... Okay, so beginning of Netscape. Let's see. Um, Code Rush. Code Rush is a 2000 documentary following the lives of a group of Netscape engineers in Silicon Valley. It covers Netscape's last year as an independent company and their announcement of the Mozilla open source project until their acquisition by AOL. So, um... Hmm. So, yeah, you can see what, like, uh, software engineers do and what their lives are like. Um, And it's a lot of long hours is what the... it, It portrays the long hours pretty well and the end of a software project.
0: And then, yeah. Okay. I gotta watch that. That's actually, that sounds pretty fun. It's on YouTube.
1: It's on YouTube. Is it? Yeah, just like a Code Rush Netscape. Code Rush. Um, All right.
0: Yeah. I'm putting that on my like uh, added videos. But, anyways, uh, I think, um, Dig, you know what's funny? I would say I gotta get going because I gotta get ready for work. (laughs) But, But Saturday. (laughs) Saturday. We're gonna go eight hours. Yeah, we're We're going eight hours long.
1: (laughs) Um let's see. So actually let's talk about that. Uh audience of one. You mentioned that thousand true fans, right?
0: Yeah. So, one thousand true fans. I, I wrote this I,
1: I think I could like write something here. I, I, I wrote a post about like the different numbers of that your audience should have or like these different rules that writers and like creators have talked about. So yeah. here are the four that I have written down in our outline. Uh, Srinivas Rao he has that book uh, Audience of One and that's pretty much yeah just like doing things uh, and the audience can be yourself is kind of uh, the idea so make things that you would enjoy is is part of it um, focus on that focus on like making something of value for one person then Seth Godin talks about Seth Godin talks about Godin uh, talks about um <laughs> first 10 so he has a post about this just trying to get your 10 so he says uh first 10 you can't market to anonymous masses anymore so focus on finding 10 people who trust respect need and listen to you and the idea there is um you're not going to sell to a thousand people if you can't sell to 10 people um but yeah just have that small set of people that you can share your work with an audience of one talks about this in the book is like have um I forget what 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 phrase you use, but like some committee that you can share your work with. Uh, Next, do you do you want to read this one? Kevin Kelly.
0: Oh, Kevin Kelly. uh, A thousand true fans. A creator needs one thousand true fans to make a living. Right,
1: and this is sort of like very practical, like uh, practical math. That like if you can get a thousand people that will pay you a hundred bucks a year then you can make a good living, right? You can, like, yeah. live life, yeah, <laughs> you know, even you less, live like, depending, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dep- <laughs> that's a, you could live a pretty good life. Um, yeah. But th- that's, like, a hundred bucks is kind of a lot of money, right? So, um, pretty, like, to to get from one person. Uh, but that can be the goal to, like, you know, you, you don't have to do that within one year, right? You, you That's you, true. You, you're, you're trying to build up to that. Uh, yeah. So a true fan, say someone that will give you fifty dollars in one year, can you create that kind of value for other people? And then last, yeah. Sean Coyne, uh, he has he's the editor of um, a lot of books. So I think it's like Black Irish publication. So um, Stephen Pressfield, uh, he's he's the main editor for Stephen Pressfield's work. Like, um, if you've ever, ever heard like the concept of the resistance, uh, the war of art, then, uh, Sean Coyne was the editor for those books. And he says the 10,000 reader rule, find 10,000 people who will read your book for free. Otherwise it will be impossible to find anyone willing to pay for your book, which is, um, it's hard, uh, Oh, reality, yeah. right? Like you can get give away all that you want, like you can give away a podcast for a week <laughs> for an entire year. Um <laughs> and you still won't find your ten thousand people.
0: Yeah, so that's the thing, is like like I, I feel bad because of the people that write blogs for, for daily or like they okay. I know a few people that have been doing YouTube for a good year. And they only get about like, and they have a ton of videos, and it's only seventeen, twenty views, and at most. And I feel, you know, it's it's so brutal <laughs> just to see that. Like, but they're going, they're still going. It's it's a good, but um, it's I don't know. It's I feel like that's the whole book. Like, it's it's the book for free. The ten thousand people who will need your book for free, kind of thing. It's the same. I feel like that's kind of like the same concept. Yeah, well,
1: yeah, it's just like if you make a free ebook and then uh, try to give it to the world, who's can you find 10,000 people that will actually read it? Um, and yeah, I guess like the same thing there is like a book is roughly $10. And yeah, if you're trying to make that living just writing, then get an audience of 10,000 people. Um, yeah. Which is tough. Uh, it's a, It's a commitment to read a book oh yeah Uh, yeah we we can be like flooded with these posts about like read a book a day I'm reading a book a week things like that and Mm -hmm. frankly like a lot of people don't read probably more than three books a year right Um, or don't maybe there's probably a lot of people that we know that don't read at all Um, yeah (laughs) read books right so um, to get to find someone to read your book is a a big thing Uh, it's no easy task but yeah, so audience of one, ten, a thousand, and ten thousand. Which means we need to fill the gap. And we need <laughs> to write um the one hundred reader manifesto or something like that. And then Oh uh, no,
0: I, I know. It. And then
1: try to get ten thousand people to read that. So uh I I do like these ideas though, just having these numbers in mind. But um I, I think the yeah, so they're all different. Like, what what the audience of one is you day to day. The ten is like your committee of close people that you trust and respect their opinion as far as like how to get feedback uh, from close people, and then work towards a thousand true fans.
0: I like that. Yeah, I th- I think I'm gonna get that book then, because, um, it- it's hard to get a thousand true fans. Um, I think. I don't know I I feel like okay so one of my ways of of trying to like one of one of the things I did was to niche down right totally niching down all weddings just for business alone um to get clients like if I got a thousand true fans I would be so rich (laughs) but the my goal is like really really low this year I just I'm like hoping for for at least 10 people but I, th- I think about it and I'm like, wait, this is actually pretty good side gig m- money. But um, it's just going up to a thousand. Uh, is I don't know what. Okay, th- is he talking about a cre- like a different type of creator? Because if I, if right, I can yeah, 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 twenty I think, creators. Okay,
1: it, in a lot of these cases, it's like writing for. It's writing in, in most of these. Case, all, all I don't know about. Yeah, all of these are writers. Um, okay. So it's people that will read your work,
0: uh, and it. what you're doing is different,
1: right? Like, there's no concert wedding photographer, right? Like, no, no. you know what I mean. Like, you're not putting a concert on. Um, <laughs> so it's it's not that kind of like. In that case, with a thousand true fans, is different, right? You you have right. to. But there are wedding photographers out there with big audiences because of, um, you don't need, you don't need a thousand, you don't you can't do a thousand weddings. That's not what a true fan is, right? Um, that's beyond it. Uh, you might just need 15. Oh,
0: and I'd be happy. Yeah. Yeah. This is this,
1: like an audience is different than clients, right? I'm sure like each of these people, like. Sean Coyne, like we mentioned. So he's saying 10,000 reader rule. He's not saying 10,000. Mm. He's not. His main job is like editing. He's not editing 10,000 books. Right. It's it's like creating, no, no, no. creating these I things. See. Yeah. Like you're, you're not, you're, you're making wedding videos. So it's not the same as writing a book. It's not something that scales up like that. Um, For sure. But you can be like, uh, but then there again, there's wedding photographers that have huge fan bases and that makes it easier for them to get clients. Definitely.
0: So got it. Yeah. Let's, uh, you want to wrap this up, dude?
1: No, it's Saturday. I thought we're
0: (laughs) trying to set the record.
1: Um, (laughs) anyway, we're not, we're not killing the podcast. Um, I was gonna talk about great returns. What was your favorite return, uh, where you, you thought someone was dead? <laughs> um, what?
0: <laughs> in stories. What the... Oh, man. Uh, I can't, I have to, I have to think this through. Someone yeah, that you yeah, yeah, thought yeah. was dead, but he's actually alive. Come on. Still. Come on. Uh, uh what, what about you? What, it, what's Easter? What's your... <laughs>
1: um, let's see
0: what's i don't know i guess I, had... I i
1: thought there would be a bunch of of yeah like movies that have people returning i feel like, like there are yeah. yeah i mean there's like gandalf <laughs> <laughs> Gandalf, that's a pretty
0: yeah but he, he like from white to gray or something like that or gray to other white. other way other way yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry um, <I> love it. <laughs> yeah
1: moron uh... um
0: uh, man, I Gordon, of... officer,
1: uh, oh
0: man! Gordon, Officer. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> the Dark Knight. Yeah. You're right. Dark Knight. That's a pretty Faked good one. Yeah. yeah. Dang, dude. Solid. Were you surprised um, when it happened? Yeah, I was just like, "What?" <laughs> when he pulled off his mask uh, from the truck or the uh, when he was taking a two face. Excellent, excellent job. No, it was Joker, uh, right? Uh, Gary Oldman, yeah, that no, one it's he the was... Joker. Yeah, it was the Joker, but he was carrying Two Face. Uh, oh. I mean, he, um, what's his name? He's not Two Face during that time, yeah, but they yeah. tricked, they tricked it. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta watch that movie again. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Uh, the choice. One more time. comeback. Uh, jeez, another comeback. Um, <laughs> let's end this, or else our listeners
1: won't come back. <laughs>
0: Um, all right worry. so maybe we should uh, ask great episode to help us out on yeah, yeah what was your
1: favorite comeback yeah uh, our three week comeback? the comments yeah was, where does this comeback in our podcast rank on your favorite comebacks
0: <laughs> for sure uh Ces, great hearing from you man uh so glad we started this back up uh dude we gotta we gotta get we gotta get we have to own the day by nice. owning this
1: podcast <laughs> what are you gonna do to own today
0: yeah dude you have a good one man thank you guys for checking us out tuning in and staying tuned sincerely appreciate that uh Ces, i'll see you next week
1: see you next week yeah we'll, we'll we'll be back on this i think if we own the week by owning the day then you can own the life uh thanks a lot and Damn oh shout out that... jd oh. review of the week <laughs> <laughs> like brazilian barbecue <laughs> stuff for meat and, uh, and cut, cut.